0: Up to the sky, and you certainly felt the blues.
1: You ask yourself why is there nothing left to do. Nothing really left here, but just some fools go. Trying harder to get it every day with. Oh, lend me your ears for today. Cause
0: it's something here
1: I have to I wish Cleveland say. would just go away. I, I wish. The whole city of Cleveland would go away, but you're I'm, probably talking sports. I'm talking about the Cleveland Indians. I'm tired of them.
0: I mean, they're just kind of hanging around, being in a, a pest, a pesky, pesky pest. You know, they're lane. also a pesty pesk. I mean, now that the Royals they're are first both. place, we've been first place for you know a week and a half, right? Whatever. Yeah. No, no. no I'm, I'm, uh, I'm saying I no, have a different, pers- I have a different perspective where I'm like, I'm just like, ah, go away, you teams aren't <laughs> first place. <laughs> Oh, the
1: peasants, <laughs> they stink so badly.
0: Well, Detroit uh. is obviously hanging with us, but you know, but Cleveland's keep staying. I hope so. They keep staying back like seven and then they go like within
1: five, but they won't completely go away, you know. Just like the people of Cleveland. You just want them to go oh. away and they just won't do it. You see
0: what happened today, Nick Swisher out for the year. Is that right? Yeah. I did and not also, see what happened uh, today. Uh real awkward injury for the Angels pitcher Garrett Richards, their stud pitcher. Hurt his did something with his patella tendon. He, so
1: they I. He's probably out for the year, what too. What I hear you saying is they are going away very, very soon. Probably.
0: Well, Nick Swisher wasn't having a great year anyway. I mean, he's not the – you know, you got Brantley and Kipnis and a couple of those other guys causing trouble. And, and uh, I thought – Kip- that, Who's that Santana guy? I hate that Santana dude. Irvin? I think it's Carlos Santana, right? Oh, oh, uh,
1: just like the ocean,
0: something that moves. I think you're singing a, a Carlos Santana song. I, it's I think supposed so. to sound like a Carlos Santana <laughs> song, guys. <laughs> Here's for, the deal. Just, uh, I'm not a music guy. I don't know if you – that's, that's Santana with Rob Thomas. Give me your the, the heart. Called, make your heart and, and, just, and forget just so about it. you guys aren't it. confused. You're going to have to look up the song Smooth <laughs> and put, you know, also <laughs> Rob Thomas and Santana and then you'll know what's. then you'll, you
1: know, know what song Ray is singing. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um I here's the deal. I am a little bit nervous about our bet. <laughs> Are you? Wow! I can't believe you're admitting this. I gotta admit it. At the beginning of the year, I felt great about a six-game uh, lead for the Tigers over Kansas City. As every week goes on, and we just hang with you, and at this point, we're a game back. Mm-hmm. A game back. Somehow, so I'm, literally,
0: I'm seven. <laughs> I mean, I'm seven games back from even a push.
1: The thing I have to say is, you don't own any Cleveland Browns jerseys or anything, right? Because not yet. I don't. I don't feel comfortable wearing. I might. Ugly I might orange. Yeah, as I might it's have known. a Kozar. Oh God! Or I
0: might have a you know even worse. I might have a a red and white uh, thing with with something that it's like a. I'm not wearing that. It looks like a pot leaf. I'm not. I'm absolutely it not. If, cats, if you it says cats and more. I don't care
1: how much you spend. I'm not wearing an Andy Katzenmoyer jersey under any circumstances. I will back out of the bet before I, I wear an Andy I really want to find just a, a shirt dare you.
0: that's just a, an Ohio State shirt, and it's just a big picture of Maurice Claret's face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> man's got to get his goose home. Uh, well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we got some – the bets are flowing. The baseball's going. Hey, wait. So, you know, you wouldn't wear the, the Ohio State thing, but what if – No. Would you wear a... You made me eat a Buckeye once, and that's rough enough. Yeah, I feel you bad that's it. inside you me still. You took the whole box and ate it off air. No, I had one, and you made me and shut you, my eyes. you ate the
0: rest of the box oh off air. Oh, my goodness. Did not. Um, get out of here. <laughs> you said the only <laughs> way this would taste better is I was actually in Ohio again. And I love Ohio. And the, but I, I understand why on the air we have to say that. Usually you have to act like you don't lo- love I Ohio. How dare you. Um, we haven't, I haven't had to get physical so on this show yet. What if... <laughs> wh- what if... Ow. What if it was a uh, a Royals American League Central champion?
1: Oh God! Shirt. Here's the deal. Would that I've, be
0: worse? What? Which one would you rather wear?
1: It would be more appropriate to wear a Kansas City Royals AL North or Central, you know, AL Central champions. Um, and I would hate that. It yeah, would be it would, would be that. more appropriate. Okay. Um, I would at least do that. <laughs> yeah. Catching me in Ohio State gear—that's going to be a rough moment. I'm just saying the Claret shirt is—it's buy it now on eBay for 145. So well, then you got to do it. <laughs> yeah, I got to get it. Buck <laughs> 45 or 145. 145. Either yeah. way, it's not enough. It yeah. you, it should be more. Yep. Oh my
0: goodness. Anyway.
1: So we got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about this week. This is a big-time football blowout show because we're now halfway through. Our Fantasy Football League draft is next Tuesday, Ray. Our Fantasy Football draft is next week before uh, we record next. So the next episode we're going to be talking a lot. We'll do our big NFL preview show next week. But in addition, we'll talk about the aftermath of the Raisin Brent Fantasy Football Extravaganza League. With the mermaid trophy. Oh, yeah. we
0: we gotta post we have to post the We uh, posted it already. Oh we did, we posted It's on the, the Facebook page, okay. yeah. So
1: if you haven't seen it yet, go to Facebook.com yeah. oh, yeah, Ray it. Brent <laughs> Podcast. And it's a beautiful it has nothing to do with anything, trophy. but it's got our logo on it. Yeah, the best thing about it, Ray, is even if we don't if somehow
0: somehow
1: Somehow. we don't
0: one of us doesn't win the league. I don't see how uh our face is always on the trophy, regardless.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> our, our steampunk silhouette is Mister Jordan Munsell. Jordan com. Buy some art. Uh, um, it's going to be there. So we got to talk about football. We're going to talk a lot about fantasy football. We're going to talk about strategy this time. We're going to kind of break it down for those of you guys. Uh, we have a whole who's getting arrested now segment that I'm not looking forward to even Ooh. a little bit. Ooh. And We're going to talk about NFL as well because preseason week two has just happened. And, and we do have a lot of like football talk, both college and pros. We even wrote some prose about the prose. I mean, there's been some... Some poetry. Some
0: national... We have not done that. National college football, you know, groundscaping, changing, landscape changing in the college world just by one big injury, Ray, and I think you know who I'm talking about. Oh,
1: I bet I do. And uh, I can't wait to talk about it because it makes me the happies. And then we'll eat some Buckeyes. We will not be doing that. But we will be doing some more talking after three (laughs) seconds of
0: Johnny Mathis.
1: He is young. He's afraid. Preseason week two is in the books. It's done. It's been put to rest. It has been played. Clocks are at zero. So this left me, the whole week went by, and... You know, for my Detroit Lions, we had a. Re- I thought we looked great against the Raiders, despite the fact they came back in the fourth quarter and won. How do you feel about your Chiefs afterwards?
0: I thought that the uh, the Lions looked terrible because they were close enough to the Raiders to let the Raiders win with their third team. I mean, that just shows you that they they have that. Like, it's a preseason won, game. No depth. No oh depth. Gracious. And number two, they couldn't get up and get far enough ahead with their with their ones against the
1: Raiders team that I think is going to be horrifically bad. Yeah, but never mind the fact that... Horrifically bad. Their defense is going to be okay. Uh, I, I contend. I think their defense is going to be okay. As yeah, the in defense top is going to be 20.
0: okay, but when there's on when they start at their own you know, 15-yard line every time because of Matt Schaub's great <laughs> passing... No, I
1: think it's crazy. Did Matt Schaub lose a bunch of weight? Because I seem to remember when people were trying to stump him, he looked a lot bigger, and he had that beard. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you're thinking of Billy Joe Hopert. Oh yeah, you know what? Probably. Or are you thinking of the uh, the guy from Kentucky, Jared Lorenzen? I'm actually thinking of Scott Mitchell.
1: Or are you actually thinking uh, of somebody even bigger than him? Don't you dare. Fat Stafford. God dang it. How dare you? But it, I was left with a lot of questions at the end of the uh the week. Uh well the, by the way, the lions look great. Uh how'd your Chiefs do, by the way, before I get to my my thoughts.
0: Uh you know, it was a weird game. They look they looked pretty good in the first quarter against Carolina, they kind of went up and down the field, and, and were kept out of the end zone by penalties. And then the second quarter, Carolina's pass rush
1: just got yeah. nasty. What was the final score of that game? Uh, was it twenty-eight to sixteen? I think. Mm. So at least they did something. Hmm? They did something at least. So fair enough. No, they did something. It was a, it was a, it was a weird game. I feel that my yeah. game. My game felt great. Uh, but here's the deal: I was left with one drastic question after preseason week two NFL. Why? are the cleveland browns in a primetime game of any type preseason or otherwise for the same reason the tebow was a couple years ago just all the hype on it's like watching johnny a car Manziel. accident <laughs> it's like watching a train wreck or a car accident it's like you got all the gawkers driving johnny football slow. ray johnny football the st- guy that you proclaimed would be great i did never said great how dare you i said he would be good that's because i didn't think the browns were going to draft you him. said
0: i think he's gonna be real good
1: okay now here's the deal <laughs> There's a difference between real good and great. Real good is still good. Uh, real good. Let me, look it up in the, let me look
0: it up in the dictionary. Real good. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the source
1: says great. Yeah, but not the dictionary. <laughs> That's all I'm going for. Give me Webster's definition, not Roger's. Mm. And the whole reason I thought Bortles would be a bust and, and that he had bust written all over him and that Manziel would be okay, would be good really good, whatever, you is said, because I thought no. Bortles would get drafted by Cleveland, and I thought Manziel would be drafted by you somebody else. You said he else.
0: had a stupid name, and he had a hot girlfriend, and that meant he was going to be terrible. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he still might be, for all we <laughs> yeah, that's know. That's true. It's but totally he's true. looked pretty
1: good so far in the preseason. Um, but Johnny Manziel, it, really? Because that schedule was made and the primetime game was selected. Am I crazy? That game was selected before Manziel got drafted, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, look, who cares? We knew they are going to be in primetime before they who were going to draft Manziel, so that's not game. why they're on there. Who cares?
0: It's a preseason game. I care you know because they I have it? to watch it. They did it so that they didn't have to give them any primetime games during the regular season. Fair
1: enough. They'll get a Thursday night game somewhere because everybody gets Thursday one. Thursday night or Sunday night. Well, Sunday night at least is like a primetime game. That's a big deal. Yeah. Thursday night, you're you're mandated into it by the NFL Network. Right. So Jaguars-Browns is probably a Thursday night game. I don't have the schedule in Ye- front of me. Hey, yikes! If, hey, yikes! Calls for kids, y'all. <laughs> and if you don't live in LA, you have no idea what we're talking about. And even then, Vic you the probably brick. still don't. Yeah, Vic the Brick. We love Vic the Brick on this show. Uh, but we should anyway, get Vic
0: the Brick on the show. Do you think he would come on our show? Yes. I don't think
1: he would. I think he would.
0: That would be awesome
1: if we got Vic the Brick on our show for Clipper though. Talk. Come know. on now. I don't know for anything. You have to be like the bamboo. He'll probably have to send him a car. Well, no. What if we just take our iPhones and just show up and just like and just like you know. Jump on it. If he come, if he does the show and he what shows up if we up, throw him in a van shows
0: up like he does at the pred conferences wearing a poncho. I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> a poncho and like one of a poncho, those umbrella
0: hats. Poncho and umbrella hat in his big bamboo <laughs> stick. And a six
1: foot bamboo stick that's <laughs> taller than he is. We love Victor Brick. Um uh, so uh, Johnny Manzel, why is ESPN acting like he's the second coming? Like, after Blake Bortles, here's the deal. After Blake Bortles had his preseason week one, which were, like, decent stats, right? ESPN's like, oh, so what? He's probably not even going to start the regular season. I don't think they are acting like that. And then after Johnny Manziel has his, like, what, 7 for 11 for 62 yards against the Lions, we're going, oh, my God, he's going to be an MVP Hall of Famer. Well,
0: I got to say, like you said, Ray, you have to be very careful in uh, analyzing games that have the Detroit defense because it makes everyone look like a superstar.
1: He didn't look like a superstar. He, he had like one a, good pass, like one good superstar. run, and he tried to dive through three looked, guys to he, get a first down and got smoked. He looked faster than Michael Vick. Credit your defense. Can I put you on the record for that? Or yeah, that's should right. Should I put the sarcasm mm-hmm. Facebook tag on that? No, was, that's the truth, right? Hashtag truth. Hashtag real talk. Hashtag real talk. <laughs> God, because Menzel. Well, I know this week... He did not look good. I know good. this week
0: he looked like Tebow. He looked terrible. He... He looks so bad. He threw, like, he threw some of those balls where I was like, okay, uh, first of all, there shouldn't be dust coming up
1: <laughs> because it's too early in the season. but I'm sorry, but if you have a six- foot, seven, six foot, eight tight end running, a, uh, running an out route, you can't hit him in the feet. <laughs> he is hitting dudes in the feet. What is going on? And then after the game's over, ESPN, Johnny Manziel, I don't know why they don't name him the starter right now. And then they like, did What that, are you talking about? They
0: did that th- he did that thing too that he'd always did in college where he would like he'd, he would run back and then just like try to spin around or run way outside. I was like, nope, you're not faster than the guys anymore. Oh,
1: <laughs> surprise. Man,
0: surprise, surprise. he got hit hard a couple times. I think he got sacked it. 3
1: times. Loved in, it. In- no in- wonder he's wearing all that rib protection. Yeah. He looks so bloated out there. Yeah.
0: Well, he's probably wearing the rib protection from the week before because
1: Matt Stafford loves ribs. Well, you got to protect him. <laughs> yeah, right. he'll come on, How dare you? <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but seriously, what's with the man crushing? Is this the new Skip Bayless like fascination of Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football? Now that Tim Tebow is a complete and utter bust and well, washout, and he's done. You know, we'll see. We what need another th- new bad quarterback who runs around a lot we for ESPN to obsess with. We can't completely say that he's a bust yet. I can he, say uh, he's a bust. Okay, we can't say he, he plays in Cleveland. His best. What have I said before? So his what? His best what chance. What if he gets traded next year? Is then he won't. His best chance is to play just well enough to get a second contract somewhere else and get out of Cleveland. Maybe. He probably won't be good. But we can't say that yet.
0: I mean, because...
1: His top wide receiver is Nate Burleson right now. The guy who wasn't good enough to make fourth best wide receiver Uh, on the lines right now. That guy orders pizza,
0: sir. He loves pizza. Yeah, he should order delivery, too. He got kicked out of Detroit... Because he dropped the pizza that he was delivering to Matt Stafford. God and Matt dang. Stafford was like, are you kidding you me? Stop it. The cheese is stuck to the roof of the box? You get out! Get out!
1: You're out of the door. Get out of Detroit!
0: And we did. We ran him out of town. And then he, still, he just ate the whole lid with the cheese on it.
1: Nate him. Burleson is like a guy who like ate the canary because he knows he's not good enough to play wide receiver in the NFL anymore. But inexplicably, Cleveland gave him a contract. He knows he's going to the... He'll be in the booth before the end of this football season. It's funny because I was thinking the same thing about Golden Tate. Who you know? Are you kidding me right that, now? Yeah, that guy's
0: weak. Do you want to
1: bet right now? Who has better? Who has better season? Golden Tate or Nate Burleson? No, <laughs> no, because you know you're Nate talking about your playing, rectum. He's playing in Cleveland. Yeah, but he's but he's got a Hall of Famer and Johnny Manziel throwing him the ball. No, he's not starting. And you're afraid the it's, starter for the Lions, it's Bobby eat Hoyer. The ball. Hoyer's starting. So Stenny Hoyer. That's right. If it was if it was Manziel, he probably would be in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can put that on the record, folks. Put that on the Raisin Brent record of dumbest things Ray Brent's says, ever said. Uh, I believe that was sarcasm, Ray. Oh, well, you got uh, to put the sarcasm font on that. So who does get to start this? Year? Does, does Hoyer actually get to be the starter? Or are they yes, just going to name? They already announced the gate? it. Okay, so sometimes I don't get all the information. I work too, Brent. This is such new I work information. Today. Oh yeah, that's right. You did. I worked at eight o'clock this 8:00 morning. You know what? You didn't work till noon. You th- what did you do? I slept till eight o'clock this morning. Jeez. What so, are you doing with your so life, Brian Hoyer? What are you doing with your life? This podcast, unfortunately. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian, you should be. You
0: should be. I can't believe you don't have the news on Johnny Manziel and you know Brian what? Hoyer. Where's my Google alert? You know what, how do I not have a Google you alert do not for have Brian the Hoyer? Brown's app on your phone? Then you are a fraud, sir.
1: <laughs> how is that how on any planet i can't i don't even what
0: what uh, this yeah i don't know why this is getting so much i mean i think it's just because the preseason is so boring you know what i mean they just find any little thing and try to make it into a story i mean fair enough and johnny football you know look they could have been talking about about blake bortles this preseason but he's not the one you know <laughs> on top of swans Did he's you... not the one rolling up stuff in, in bathroom stalls
1: he's not the one you know just... not the one rolling up hundred dollar bills for no apparent reason <laughs> in bathroom one... stalls. by the way ray flipping off the other team oh my goodness <laughs> so you know he belongs in ohio <laughs> It is an Ohio gesture to flip off the fans, to flip off everybody else around you, to now, flip off the opposing bench. We haven't bench. talked
0: about this yet, but yeah, Johnny Manziel was having a bad time in the game. We said he was getting destroyed, and then. He flips, he flips, off, flips the off the bench. Off the
1: who apparently were razzing him, being like, this isn't college no more, Johnny football. Yeah. Boy, yeah. That's, that'll get to you. What are you talking about? It's, of course it's not. They were just stating true facts to him. Yeah, I was, you know what that, I mean, what, okay, what do you take away from that incident? Tell I take me what, away what, tell that he's me immature. What, okay. That he he, he, he he let his emotions get the best of him, and he's a friggin' idiot. They were stating true facts. They said to him, hey, Johnny, this isn't college anymore. That's not going to work. And you know what? They were 100% accurate. Was he going to get mad if they would have said, hey, Johnny, James K. Polk was our 11th president. I'm going to flip you guys off because I don't like factual information.
0: Yeah, but they were they were teasing him about it, right? I mean, was he supposed to act like he was like uh, Data from uh, Star Trek? Yes, that's correct. Oh, I don't know. That's correct. We are not in college. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is he supposed to act like a professional football player, well, perhaps, who has a big contract? So you say
0: mostly that... And will we'll let down
1: an entire city? You say mostly that he is, he's immature. That's, that's 100%. Sure. What was the first thing... Here's the deal. Let me ask you a question real quick. Right after the draft, uh, uh, way back when, we had Ryan Leaf and Peyton Manning, okay? Mm-hmm. What did Peyton Manning do right at, the next day after the draft? Uh, before the draft? He got right. destroyed by Nebraska. Day then ab- Nebraska won a national you. championship. Well, allegedly um what did he do the day after the draft after he got drafted by Indianapolis,
0: uh i believe he oh he went and like got the playbook or something yes he got
1: the playbook and he started what did ryan leaf do right after the draft uh ate a pizza went to vegas with his homeboys yeah and had a freaking bender in vegas fast forward to this past draft what did blake bortles and teddy bridgewater first round draft picks do right after the draft went and got the playbook what did johnny manziel do Went to Vegas and and had a bender. We had a Coke party. (laughs) So I'm just saying we can call it right now. Johnny Manziel, Ryan Leaf 2.0. Okay. Hashtag it. So
0: so to finish this sentence, uh, this incident showed me that Johnny Manziel is, you're going to say immature or a bust or what?
1: I'm going to say it showed me that he is not ready for prime time. I, I think immature is the word I would really use. Okay. What would you say?
0: I would say that this, this incident showed me that, I mean, come on, this is like the first bad thing that's ever happened to him in football, right? The Probably. First, the first bad thing that ever happened to him, and he's like, oh, I'm going to give you guys the the business, the finger. It just shows me he's a spoiled, that everyone's right. He's a spoiled, rich kid brat that has always gotten what he wanted, and when he doesn't get what he wants, a temper tantrum. Oh, then he, just, then he just like, Congress, oh,
1: we're just not going to do anything now. See if you like it when we don't pass any laws, or in his case, don't pass any footballs yeah. correctly. I'm throwing it at your shins now. Bro, it's going to hit you right in the shoelace, and then I'm going to wave my hands at you. I might flip you off afterwards.
0: I ki- You're going to say that I threw three bad passes. I'm going to say, well, I killed the most gophers in the game.
1: <laughs> Did that, that. Is a, that is what you would say, Johnny Manziel. We've got to get Johnny Manziel in here for an interview, clearly. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, but I, mega bust. I'm sorry. I'll say it right now. I'm going to put it out there right now. And you know what? I was wrong about Aaron Rodgers. I was wrong about Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf. I don't think I'm wrong about this guy. Well, I think. Th- Working th- in my favor, he plays for the Browns. I
0: think you're probably right, Ray. But I just don't want to say 100% sure that that's what's going to happen. But I
1: would say if I had my magic eight ball, Ray, all signs point to yes. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit of fantasy football after three seconds of Johnny Cash. But I made me a vow to the moon and stars. I'd search the honky-tonks and bars and kill that man and give me that awful name. So this is the inaugural year of the Raisin Brent Fantasy League. Yep. Fantasy football. How many teams we got, Brent? Twelve. Twelve teams. And we got some... Uh, we got it's Dirty it, dozen. It, we're, we got Borgnine? That's right. We got Borgnine and Jim Brown? Yep. This is the best league ever. Ernest Borgnine. He spoke at my uh, Navy graduation. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. You know, what, li- you know what his license plate uh, used to say? Mm-mm. Borg and then the number nine. Really? Because dude is a G. Nice. Um, no, but we have as many people affiliated with the Raisin Brent podcast as we could get. Is that mm-hmm. a fair thing yeah. to say? We have Drunk
0: History's Benny Arthur.
1: Drunk History's Benny Arthur, former guest of the show. Mm-hmm. We've we got True uh, Blood's Riley, Riley Smith, Smith, also guest of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have David Knoll, the producer of the show. Mm-hmm. Worst person ever, David Knoll. Worst person ever, David Knoll. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he won't listen to the show before he puts it up. He knows yeah. he's the worst. That's fair enough. And lots of listeners as well of the show—people who mm-hmm. maybe haven't made an appearance, but folks that are, are fans of the show. Right. And you had your chance, everybody. We, we you know, we, we posted on the Facebook or guys page. I play
0: sports with that you know could people listen to the show. Who yeah. Come into the show, yeah. yeah. So
1: yeah. it's the Raisin Brent official podcast fantasy football league and we're excited to be a part of it i have actually done brent i've done more research this year and i'm listening to more like nfl fantasy podcast and watching the shows and going online and 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 reading every publication that i can i have not bought mm-hmm. my magazine yet but mm-hmm. i've read everything i can i feel i did a mock draft mm-hmm. i feel more ready for this draft already than i've ever felt in the last 10 years of fantasy football yeah well i also
0: went to the you know when we went to see uh the royals in arizona we, we we actually went into the the camp of the cardinals for a couple days oh also, really yeah, yeah yeah got some good inside information there we shot we came back and we shot up to oxnard and checked out the raiders and the cowboys so you started the fight so whatever i finished it <laughs> fair enough <laughs> no uh so the next podcast we have, we will have drafted, and we'll be able to go over the teams. and We'll be able we, to where talk people, about yeah.
1: you know, where, where things are at. And if you haven't drafted yet at that point, like, you'll have a chance to like, kind of compare notes. Yep. Compare notes, I suppose.
0: And uh, uh, my prediction is the Team Fat Stafford Oh, geez, That is that is hoisting the trophy. And that is I the can't wait team. for it to say Fat Stafford on the trophy. It's going to be amazing. We'll never
1: say Fat Stafford on the trophy. I still get to come up with the name of my team. Mm-hmm. I'll probably base it around whoever I draft. Maybe I'll j- get Joik Bell, and I'll call it the Joik Store. Because that's one of my favorite puns of all time. Nice. In fact, now I'm guaranteeing I do it. First round, guys recommended by Ray. First round, Joik Bell. Joik Bell. First overall pick. Thank you.
0: Well, here's the deal, Ray. If you
1: want Joik Bell in the second round, I will leave him there for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's so nice of you. <laughs> Yee. So we're going to talk a little bit of nuts and bolts right now, um, of fantasy fantasy football. We're going to talk a little bit about what we're thinking because we've been we've been kind of going back and forth for weeks now, talking about who would you draft, who do you trust, who do you not trust, and the proof will come all out in the pudding. We'll see what we do and we'll see what crazy decisions we end up making, like Joyke Bell first overall pick just because I'm a Lions fan.
0: Well, let's just go. Let's just ask each other a couple questions we want to know. Absolutely. Okay, here's what I want to know from you, Ray. Yes. Who is your number one pick in this draft? If you have, if you end up in our randomly generated picker.
1: On our website. Watch it now.
0: Who do you pick with the number one pick?
1: Uh, To me, it's not even close. Uh, I had him on my fantasy team last year, and he did really well for me. I kind of took a flyer on him last year. It paid off. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy is the guy I take. Uh, JC2K I stay away from just because I don't want to bring myself to root for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. If he's there, if, if Jamal Charles is there at three or four and I'm picking three or four, I'll be taking Jamal Charles, regrettably. But um, the top the, the top three picks, near as I can tell, uh, based on every all the words going out there, are you got to take it? I'm any, saying, who are you taking? I'm taking LaShawn McCoy. Okay, Who do you take? I take LaShawn McCoy as well. Okay. Do you take JC2K second? Probably, yeah. I take Adrian Peterson second. Yeah. I take JC2K three or four. If, if Literally, if I have the third pick and the first two off the board of LaShawn McCoy and Adrian Peterson – I might take Matt Forte just so I don't have to root for one of your Kansas City Chiefs.
0: I mean, I don't know. I mean, I th- you know, I think, the top, I think that's the top four probably. Uh, but you would th- I mean, that's
1: where it seems to be going in most of these online drafts. I think Peterson
0: going. should still be a monster, but I just don't trust that quarterback situation there. I don't trust that there's going to be holes open from the passing game, whereas I do trust that with Kansas City.
1: Well, Matt Castles a pro up there in Minnesota, and um, he's got (laughs) Cordell. Well,
0: thank God he can be a pro somewhere. No,
1: but I mean, he's got experience. Barely a pro in Kansas City. He's like, although
0: he did come back after his, you know, appendectomy. That was he was a man. That's a man's man. That was a man's man right there.
1: But he's like, I mean, he's like a Brian Hoyer or Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's a guy who's not going to go out there and be like or Matt Schaub, even uh, despite last year, he's not going to go out there and embarrass himself. He's going to go out there and do a decent workman's job. He's not going to win you the Super Bowl, but as far as just making something watchable happen on the field, he'll be passable Mm -hmm. and until teddy bridgewater's ready at least up in minnesota and and bridgewater will come in when he's ready and he'll take over and he'll probably be hopefully terrible against the lions i'm hoping
0: but i think passable is not good enough for them not to just stack the line against
1: oh you're probably right you know but you can put eight in the box against adrian peterson he's still gonna get his i guess that's what happened last year he's made a career out of it
0: he got he you know he started off with like two touchdowns on his first two runs and then like you know it was all there? from there.
1: Well, the big question, top of the first round now, I would say after the first four are off the boards, and this is the question I'll ask you is five, six, seven, ew, where do you go there? I, I know what you're going to say as far as five goes, but what do you take in that zone right there if you're stuck in the middle? Because we're, we're basically going to break down the first round here. Mm-hmm. Who do you take at five, six, seven?
0: Five, six, seven, I'm looking at, you know, Forte,
1: Lacey. Well, Forte's off the board at four.
0: Okay, you're saying he's off the board at of four. He's off the board at four. Then if I'm at five, I'm taking I'm probably taking Lacey. Taking Eddie Lacey. Or Alfred Morris. I mean You like
1: Alfred Morris that high.
0: I, I like Alfred Morris. Okay. I mean, I, I like him for the one of the same reasons that I like LaShawn McCoy. That that division is terrible. <laughs>
1: they play him, And they gotta play him all yeah. twice. Yep. Yeah, that Cowboys defense is is just I mean that's And the Redskins were terrible bad. last year. I mean they'll be better they'll this be year. They'll be better this year, but
0: they were so bad last year that they have to still be kind of bad.
1: I would say I don't like Eddie Lacy there. I just something about that whole thing, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he throws the ball a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken here. And it's the same thing as getting like a Saints running back or uh the, the Broncos running back. I, they're going to be fine. They're going to get theirs, but I don't see them as top five draft pick like getting theirs. I, so I pick Eddie Lacy a little bit more towards the middle bottom of the first round. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know who else do you but take besides be Eddie Lacy?
0: That's uh, fine. I don't
1: want him. <laughs> he plays for the gosh, Packers. I don't
0: know. I mean, they're, they're, all the guys there have question marks. I almost have to start thinking about Jimmy Graham. There, Jimmy
1: Graham is a popular or pick at five. Calvin six. Johnson. Well, he's great. Yeah. Anyway, you slice it, uh, Peyton Manning is also. Uh, you got to at least. Entertain the possibility, and I wouldn't do it. I don't like drafting a quarterback that early. I don't. Either. But you got to entertain it. Mm-hmm. People, here's the deal: Peyton Manning will be off the board after pick eight. I think in most leagues, yep. right? Whether mm-hmm. he deserves to be or not, someone's going to freak out. See all the top running backs are gone, and then grab Peyton Manning just because they're you know destined for last place, right? I mean, he might have a great season. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but you, you and me, I think share a very similar thing here. We believe if you're in the top eight. Nine picks, you almost all go running back. Yeah. Like no matter where you are, you're looking for a running back first. Because right that's there. the
0: only person that, you know, gets you know, other than the quarterback, you just hand it off to them. They don't have to catch it. There's they don't no, have to get open.
1: There's also very little depth at that position. Yeah. I mean, you gotta get a good running back because otherwise you just have two holes in your offense. You're just praying something happens right there. Yeah. So I mean I like Alfred Morris. I like Eddie Lacey and I don't know if I like them that high though. That's kind of making me nervous. And I don't really like the idea of taking my tight end, but that tight end is Jimmy Graham, who's you know, going to be fantastic this year. And, and, and
0: you know. I think you should take, if you have like five, six, seven, you just take, go ahead
1: and just take Reggie Bush. Take Reggie Bush yeah, right there. That's right. Well, I don't think I would take. I love Reggie Bush. Don't get me you wrong. Get, and
0: you, then you handcuff him in the second round with Joke Bell, and then you're like, I'm, that's it. And then you just auto-pick from there out. And then just click the box. Click the auto-pick box. Click the box and let it roll. Yeah, I don't. I don't predict that I will take a quarterback in the first round. I also don't predict I will take a tight end in the first round. I will definitely I don't know. 95% take a running back or a wide receiver.
1: Well, being a Lions fan, if I'll freak out. five, six, seven 7, if all the running backs I want are gone and I feel like I'm drafting a running back, I don't trust 100%. I, without even a second thought, take Calvin Johnson right mm-hmm. there. Just because I want to root for him anyway, I might as well have it do some good for me. And I think he's going to have a great year this year. I mean, by all accounts, why wouldn't he?
0: Do you love to have your guys on your team from your from your personal team that you
1: like, from the Lions? Uh, yes and no. I sometimes feel like I jinx them, even though I know that's not really a thing. But at the same time, if it's choosing between two guys who I'm equally unsure of, I'll at least take the one I have a rooting interest in.
0: That's that's fair. I Sometimes I think I I intentionally don't pick Chiefs because I'm like, I hate watching the game being like, oh, come on! Couldn't hand it off to him right there? Or, yeah. oh, come on, there's a hole. I don't want to be mad at my own team for stupid... For stupid Brett yeah, stuff. Because yeah. yeah, because he's not scoring on my fantasy
1: team. No, I, I think that's absolutely fair right there. So if we break it down a little bit, now, now, this is the part that I think is really terrible. Yeah, The bottom end of the round. Who do oh, you yeah. take at 9, 10, 11? 12-13 is a little bit easier, because if you're at the bottom... We're taking for 12-team league, because that's what we're doing. 12-13 is a little easier, because you, you get a little bit more like breathing room because you get to take two guys right away but at 9 10 11 all the good running backs are off the board Mm. you got to take somebody with a question mark this is where people I think are very high on DeMarco Murray from Dallas Monte Ball from Denver as I said before Uh, Alfred Morris you know uh, who I like as well going into this year a lot of these guys. Sometimes people are looking at the second wide receiver like a Des Bryant or Demarius Thomas. And I, for me personally, philosophically, I don't want to take the second best positional player. I don't want to take the second best quarterback, wide receiver, tight end in the first round of a draft. But I'll I take think, the first one off the board, but not the second. To me, that's a waste right there.
0: But I think the you know the the difference between the like the first uh, Calvin Johnson and some of the other guys is very negligible. I think Demarius Thomas is you know he gets a ton of touchdowns.
1: He's going to score a lot of points. He's going to score a lot of long touchdowns. Yeah. You've got to figure he has Peyton Manning and throwing the ball. same with Des Bryant. They're going to be behind a lot, I think. It's so, true. Uh, I just think it's, you, get, you get the stats of one. I just, there's something that just doesn't feel right to me about it. I mean, it, you, you, know? Think,
0: you know, Calvin Johnson has, has Golden Tate now. I mean, that guy's a monster. He's awesome. He's going to be taking a lot of those receptions away from Calvin Johnson because he's so good, Golden Tate. I agree with you 100%. I mean, he catches balls that aren't even touchdowns, and they call them touchdowns. Am I right? Uh, sir...
1: It was a touchdown. <laughs> that won me money in Vegas, sir. Replacement refs. Love me some replacement refs. Not that the um, real ones are any better. Eugh. But
0: that's kind of my point is that you guys, you know, Des Bryant, who's the second receiver in Dallas? Witten? You know? Yeah, probably. So I he's going to get a little more line. Hard-hitting the, Jason you know. Witten?
1: Or is that Mark Witten? In any case, but the, who do you take at the bottom end? You got uh, Giovanni Bernard. I mean, if you're at the 10 spot right there, I, who who Giov- you, which one of those guys do you trust?
0: I... Well,
1: I guess if I can trust him not to get injured,
0: I, I'm i taking DeMarco Murray. Because that guy, I mean, he's he shows flashes of brilliance. <laughs> the thing about Giovanni Bernard is the same thing you're talking about with um, Lacey. You're worried about, like, the the sophomore slump or the sophomore jinx because, you know, sometimes teams, the players get adjusted to doing their second year or they, they think they've got things figured out and they don't. So... Bernard could be the same thing. He's a fast guy. He's he's not a big guy either. You know, you worry about him getting a little banged up too. Uh, Monte Ball, man, I don't I don't trust that they're going to run the ball with him. I, don't
1: they always run some kind of? You don't trust they're going to run with Monte's ball? Nope. It's always See like running
0: there? back by committee. There, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, but the Denver running back's always good. They always seem to get something. If you can figure out who it is yeah. between the three guys, fair enough. Fair enough. So, what about you? Who do I take there? Yeah. I mean, I take Giovanni Bernard there. I like the offense in Cincinnati. They yeah. also get to play against the Browns, the Raiders. I mean, that's a, those are teams that are not going to put up huge points, the Ravens even. I don't think they're going to mm-hmm. put up huge points this year. So, therefore, the running game is going to be in play for pretty much the entire game, which just gives late opportunities for those running backs. Yeah. Uh, any of them, Le'Veon Bell, but he just, you know, as we'll talk about later perhaps, oh, yeah. he just got himself arrested. Yeah. So, I, uh, so I'm, I guess,
0: you know, I would take one of those question mark guys, but I would really think hard about taking somebody like, you know, those other wide
1: receivers. Yeah. Do you draft Manziel? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I just had to be sure. Jeez. Who do you draft, Manziel or Tebow? Um, well, I guess Manziel.
0: Well, no. I know Tebow's going to get me zero points, and Manziel will probably get me negative points. I'll ah,
1: just go ahead and draft,
0: draft and, Tim Tebow.
1: And that was the correct answer. <laughs> Way to go. So, um, but we have the, we don't, we don't, we're not going to know what our picks are until, what, a half hour before the draft? Yeah. Are you hoping for the number one overall pick? I'm hoping for, like, number three. You're hoping to get Jamal Charles but not feel three, bad about three it? Three through five. Not yeah. feel weird about it? Yeah.
0: I don't like number one. I don't like waiting 23. I like I, I love number one. Really, I kind of like being in the middle where I have, like, 12 picks I hate that because you have
1: to just keep I, – I like the long wait. The yeah. long way. I like getting two picks in a row and being able to just like shift the momentum or of the draft. Give me like number ten, nine I or hate, ten. I hate ten. I'll tell you right now. If I get picks like eight through eleven, I'm going to be uh, clenching in the pants a little bit. Like I am not going to be because I'm I've just I've, hoping for that. I've done my first mock draft already. Uh, off camera, off thing. I, I got the tenth pick out of twelve in that draft, and I'll tell you, I took Gio Bernard because I freaked out because ever all the good running backs I wanted were gone. I flipped around the next side and I ended up with uh, Drew Brees, mm. and and I felt okay about that. I probably overdrafted Brees. You're really probably looking at Drew Brees at the bottom of the second round, uh, but at that point, I'm uh, like, I just no, need something. I just think
0: like there's no way he lasts till the end of the second round. I know that that's how you and I think, and that's what I that's I believe that. But people always pick those guys earlier than I think, man.
1: It's true. And, and then uh, just, to, just to fill it out there, I went back to Larry Fitzgerald, Marquise Colston, Ryan Matthews, uh, Antonio Gates is my tight end, and then T.Y. Hilton to round it out. With defense kicker, who cares? And I felt pretty good about all that stuff, especially with Darren Sproles and Maurice Jones-Drew on the bench. You know, I don't trust either of those guys to start, but either one of those two might catch lightning in a bottle. You don't know with injuries and what else is going to happen. And I would not be surprised. And just, uh, here, let's do this real quick. Sleepers of the draft. The guys you think will do something that maybe nobody's talking about. Uh, One of mine is going to be Maurice Jones-Drew. Uh, I think just Darren McFadden always gets hurt. Something bad always happens there, and I think we might see a little resurgence of MJD. I'm not saying take him above your flex back or your your fourth overall running back, you know, but I still believe that I think he might put up something worth having this year. Mm -hmm. Who do you look at as, like, a sleeper?
0: As a sleeper in the draft? I mean, uh, I look at guys that maybe underperformed last year that could come back. I think Dwayne Bowe's going to have a good season.
1: Really? Yeah. He's
0: suspended for week one, you know. Yeah, that's one week. Well, he's, he's kind of injured now anyway, so, you know, good. And he can rest out that one week. But he's got, he's, <sighs> I don't trust Dwayne. He's Bowe. got real good chemistry with Alex Smith now. He Last does. year, they did not until like, until, until about week 12.
1: <laughs> Although, to be fair with Dwayne Bow, he's got good chemistry, period. Everywhere. Hey, right. everybody. Hey, oh. Yeah.
0: Um, I like him. Um... You know what
1: I like? I like RG3. Do you? I think RG3, oh, I liked him a lot. I thought he looked good. Now, here's the deal. He still hasn't learned to not get his butt kicked out there. I mean, I'm still terrified that he would get I, – I wouldn't trust him as my one unless I was like the last guy to pick his starting quarterback and I was like picking 11th or 12th. Mm-hmm. And I've got a choice between him, you know, and, and a half dozen other different guys out there. I think I'd take a flyer on RG3 and then maybe very next round <laughs> take somebody else at quarterback. then you say Kaepernick. And then you say – well, I think Kaepernick's in the top you ten. He's, you think he's in the top ten? I do. Oh, he's, That's a weird guy to predict, too, man. You know? Running quarterbacks yeah. scare the crap out of me. In theory, they're going to give you up a ton of points. They're going to get it done for you. In reality, they get hurt all the time. They get yanked halfway through a game because they take a bad shot to the ribs, and you know you don't know if you ha- can start them or not because you don't know if they're going to start the game on Sunday, and you've got to get in your lineup by Thursday morning. They're scary to work with, but it's kind of like what's that fear, man, that white-knuckle fear that just makes me go, Ugh! it's like watching a scary movie. So uh, what's up with your boy Nick Fairley getting demoted? Well, we can talk about that really yeah, quick. We can talk about that he later. deserves to be demoted. He's a fat piece he's, of crap. Because he's gaining weight.
0: What's yeah. going on there? he
1: came into camp perfect weight. He'd lost like thirty pounds, and then gained ten of it right back as soon as camp started. You know why? Only winners get wings, right? And well, <laughs> he won. Apparently, he won something. He won. <laughs> he ate too many wings. Um,
0: so hey, so quick thing about our league. You know, we're doing a. We're not doing a defensive team. We're doing an individual defensive player. That's right. Yeah. So is there anybody you think – I know there's a lot of good players out there. So when you're talking about defense players, now you're not just talking about 32 teams. You're talking about literally 400 it's, people you here's could Here's the deal.
1: In honesty, it's going to be an afterthought. It's going to be an afterthought, and I might just drop and add players based on matchups, like mm-hmm. who's playing Cleveland that week. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the idea of J.J. Watt.
0: I think it's a perfect – time to take where you could take like one a guy that you like on your own team and it's not going to hurt you that much yeah you know I, what i mean but if i have a chance to take richard sure, Sherman, a, exactly. i'm going to take him yeah
1: you know take richard sherman yeah exactly but in dominican sue if he's out there i'm eh, saying I'll yeah. take a flyer yeah. why not yeah, yeah but i don't know like I, I really have to think about that like it's gonna be one of those things that, quite honestly i'm just gonna say who's playing cleveland who's the best defensive player playing cleveland or playing you know jacksonville or playing the Raiders. I'm going to just take that player every single time because, let's face it, who's going to keep a bunch of defensive players on their bench? What a waste of a roster spot that is for for what it is.
0: So if you have um, the the kicker and the defense, which one do you take
1: first? I I think I say both towards the end, and I probably take kicker first. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it matters, though. At the end of the day, the kicker's who you look for just to just not screw up. Right. <laughs> Don't lose your job. That's all mm-hmm. you're saying to your kicker. Get a handful. Of, get seven points every week. Don't lose your job, and let's make me not worry about you. Because be, having to be worried about your kicker and having to pick up a kicker, I mean, that's just the worst feeling in the world.
0: I always try to get guys that are on a team that's, that's okay, but like like a team like Baltimore where they – they score a lot, but they Absolutely. don't get in the, in the end zone all the time. They get a lot of field goals.
1: Although bringing right. up bringing up the kicker from Baltimore brings up bad memories for me. Yeah. <laughs> the only 60-yarder kicked outside of Denver. No. Hey, you know, uh, I
0: don't know if you remember. the. still hurts. The, 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 there was a game. Uh, it was the Big 12 championship game, the last one Nebraska was in, when uh, Texas made that field goal. So it was ball. like 40 years ago? <laughs> the field goal on the last play of the game.
1: Brent, we don't talk about football from 20 years ago.
0: And um, it was the same kicker. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Justin, he must, Justin Tucker. He must be old. No.
1: He's probably like 55. Right.
0: He's like 25
1: now. In any <laughs> case, there's our fantasy roundup. We talked a little bit about the first round, a little bit about sleepers. We're going to come back, and uh, we'll probably have more fantasy advice next week, because we'll tell you what not to do, because that's what we did in our personal draft. Mm. And we'll probably get it out before a lot of other drafts, too, since we're drafting before week four, and a lot of drafts happen in that Monday, Tuesday, Labor Day area. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll come back with more fantasy advice next week. But first, we have to talk about who's getting arrested now. We've got a special segment. Yeah. After three seconds of. Johnny Gill. But what people say, try not to let it play. I just out, handle it and let them And now it's time for our award winning segment Who's Getting Arrested Now? Who's Getting Arrested Now? And uh, we got a hot story that just happened today as we're Ooh. recording. And when I say we're award winning, I gave us that award. Good job, Steelers fans. Steelers team's fans, arrested now. Congratulations, Pittsburgh Steelers. Not just your starting running back, your backup running back as well, LeGarrette Blunt and Le'Veon Bell, both got arrested this this afternoon. It was at 1.30 this afternoon. Uh, Brent, why don't you cue us into some of the details of the story? Oh, you know, they're just driving around. and, and You guys sometimes just drive around. Drive around, and the cop smells weed. It's going to pull you over. So the, the story goes... Uh, to my understanding, they were stopped at a red light with their windows rolled down, with a he- heavy smell of the marijuana. And a motorcycle cop caught a big old whiff of it and pulled those fellows right over.
0: Now, I guess uh, you know, Legarrett Blunt admitted, and the female in the car admitted that it was their marijuana, and that
1: this is Lagaret's blunt. Blunt did is what not. He said. Blunt
0: did not get uh, it arrested. Only Le'Veon got arrested. Um, and, if ta- and if we're ta- going back to talking about, you know, fantasy football, you know, I guess that gives an all all new meaning to your your starting running backs. Handcuff. Oh, yeah. uh,
1: but Le'Veon Bell, should we be surprised that Le'Veon Bell got arrested for marijuana?
0: Not at all. He went to Michigan State. He's a Sparty, folks. That's right, which is right next to Michigan. All that bad influence from Michigan leaking over into Sparty, Sparty country.
1: No surprise at all. I don't think that has anything to do with it at all. I think Sparty is a party school. It's right there in the name, Sparty.
0: Let's go Sparty. Uh, let's go party.
1: Let's, let's go, go Sparty. Party. Let's Here's go it, party. party. Yeah, let's the same go. school that brought you Charles Rogers. We clearly went to,
0: you and I clearly went to some awesome frat parties, Ray, from our great singing of the, the That we're singing the Barbie songs. song? Yeah.
1: Yeah, we clearly went to the best My Little Pony parties. <laughs> <laughs> Gracious. No, but the same school that brought you Charles Rogers from your Detroit Lions. The same school that br- brings you countless players that just go- get themselves in trouble with the law. Plaxico Burris comes to mind. When did Plaxico Burris get in trouble? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. So I, here's the thing I just don't understand, though. And this is just I don't live the NFL high role and lifestyle. But if you're going to have so much on the line, you're a young dude. You have so much to lose. The NFL is so fleeting. I mean, four yeah. years is the average career. You only have so much time to get it done. If you're going to smoke the reefer, and I'm not saying you should. In fact, I'm saying you probably should not. Mm-hmm. It's not for you unless it's been prescribed by Dr. Feelgood here in the state of California for chronic... Whatever. Chronic, I'll just say that. You, if you're going to smoke the weed and you have so much to lose, why are you just driving around town smoking it in your car? Yeah, that's the thing. What that, are you doing at one thirty in the afternoon just, on a Tuesday? just Wednesday. Silly.
0: Okay, if you're going to do that, do it in the privacy of your own home. Yes! Don't
1: do it in your car. Maybe, hey, maybe put it in the trunk so that it... Just don't leave the house. Order your food in. Get eat24.com to send you some freaking egg rolls. Rent a Skyrim for your Xbox 360 and just kick it. You can't Watch a driving. movie. You can't go driving 10 minutes without... Doing that? Right. You can't you can't make it to the to the local grocery store to buy milk and eggs without sparking a reef right there in the car.
0: Well, to be fair, Ray, that's probably the reason they are driving to the grocery
1: store to get milk and eggs. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that that does make a lot of sense now that you mention it, but uh Man, just get get a DiGiorno pizza and stay home, everybody. Stay out of trouble. It's
0: not it's hard. The same thing, Nate Burlson. Oh, you couldn't have ordered a pizza and just had it delivered to your house. Well,
1: he got he got hungry on the way home from a party. Okay, although he was not drinking, so I at least give him some credit there. Order the pizza. It will be delivered when you get home. But not at two in the morning. But this is at one thirty in the afternoon. If it's still open, you can still get it delivered. That right? is probably true. Yeah. yeah, I feel you there. But it, I don't know. Stay, guys, stay out of trouble. Especially if you're a Michigan State player. Especially if you might be on our fantasy team. Especially if I'm thinking about How drafting you at the bottom of the first round, top of the second. Ruin our fantasy dreams. Gracious me! But after Legarrett Blunt punched that dude from Boise State, really who expects a who expects a shining example at that point? All bets are off. Yeah, literally they they took them off the board. Yep, can't bet him anymore. Mm-mm. Le'Veon Bell and Legarrett Blunt, you made the list of. Who's getting arrested now? And we'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of. Johnny Casino and the Gamblers! It's like Christmas came early. My birthday, Brent, was just a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And yet my present came earlier this week. Mm hmm. And you know why? You know what happened? Yeah, I know what happened. You know what happened, Mr. Brent? (sighs) Ohio State University starting senior quarterback Braxton Miller, out for the season? He will not play. They're relying on a redshirt freshman whose name is, I don't give two craps, McGee. Man, Ray, I I see you're very sensitive towards a – a twenty-year-old guy who's nope, not when he plays for that school, mm. not when he plays for the suck eyes of Ohio State. I will be a hater for life, Brent. I don't know if you knew that about me. Well, let's
0: see how you feel about Braxton Miller when you're wearing his jersey in early how October.
1: dare there? Why would I be wearing his jersey in early October?
0: Uh, because that's what when you lose your bet to me, that's what you'll be wearing. Not, Braxton not. Miller jersey.
1: Oh, is he getting? Oh, it's like supplemental draft, so he's gonna have like an NFL jersey. No, it's going to be
0: work. one with the, with the Buckeyes on it? No. It would probably say Rose Bowl whatever year? Um, no.
1: I flatly will not <laughs> accept that bad.
0: Then you will be a, a Welcher, sir.
1: I would sooner be a Welcher You'd than a someone welcher. wearing Ohio State gear. Yeah. How yeah. dare you? How dare you? You already ate Buckeyes. You're, you went to school in Ohio. Not You're a fraud, fraud, sir! How dare you? Yeah, I went to school in Ohio, everybody. Mm-hmm. I went to Ohio Northern University, yeah. and that's where I grew to my intense hatred passion of the Ohio State sports fan, you have to understand, people say to me sometimes, and they say, why do you always pick on the Browns, and you pick on the Indians, and you pick on the Cavaliers, Oh, how come those teams are always so bad, it's not even fun, I say, you gotta understand, the same people that are the fans of the Browns, the Cavaliers, the Indians, are also fans of Ohio State University, the worst place on earth in Columbus, Ohio, Should be just, they should build a wall around it and just, and throw away the key. They're the worst. If 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 Cleveland sports won one championship, you think Boston sports fans are bad now? After every one of their teams won a championship over ten years, if the Cleveland sports fans win one championship and LeBron is scaring the doo doo pants off of me right now about it, if they win one, they will. You will find out. You will see America. They will be the most intolerable sports fans on the planet, guaranteed. Ray, I think Cleveland and columbus
0: are both delightful places and i think you're just kind of a hater dude you're a hater
1: you're a hater because of their tradition and their that we gave to them whenever you see the ohio state Mm -hmm. marching band form the cursive letter letters that spell out ohio Mm -hmm. and it's then they dot the i and they talk about that being the greatest ohio state tradition that was gifted to them by the michigan marching band
0: Where's that proof? Where's the proof? Know. Where's the proof? Um, that is actually a true story. Hmm. Yeah, we- Where's the proof, Ray? It's in the
1: pudding. I don't see any pudding. If there was, I would eat it. Jello instant. I got yeah. in the other room. So uh, you ready to get out of here and eat some pudding? Yep. Anything you want to say about the Braxton Miller situation? You're no, obviously I not mean, as happy about uh, it as I am. Look,
0: no, I mean... I know that Ohio State's not going to be nearly as good as they would have been. The He's kind of was, other than Carlos, they have no Carlos Hyde, and it was nope. him and Carlos Hyde last year. Yep. So now they I don't mean, have either. It opens things up for the Big Ten, but you know, uh, you know how we've talked there. Also, our teams aren't going to win a national championship probably, so. What's the? Who cares?
1: I think there's a chance. <laughs> I always think there's a chance. I mean, to be look, fair though, if, do if you I think could one just one of say, our two
0: teams. I mean, do you think either one of our two teams? I think my team could make it into the the final four.
1: Absolutely. You would Absolutely. Have to, you would have to run the table, though, right? Yes, you have to to make the final four. Maybe go eleven and one. Maybe if if Michigan runs the table, loses to Ohio State in the final game of the season, and then wins the Big Ten um, championship game, mm-hmm. they're probably still in. I mean, any team that does it—Michigan State, Ohio State, whoever, whoever does that. Nebraska. Mm, now nah, Any team that right does there. that probably would. Probably would. would. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. big. But um,
0: wait, I see the—I know what your point is. Um,
1: it's on top of your head. So let's go ahead and get on out of here, Brent. So wait, hold on. Yes. One
0: real quick. Ohio State ranked number five before Braxton Mills' injury. Now right. where do you rank them?
1: Mm, I rank them maybe fourteen. What? I drop them down to the second tier. I think they go 100%. way. 100 Their go... schedule is butt this year. Their schedule mm-hmm. is embarrassing. Like, how does a big-time program, what are they, in the SEC? They don't play anybody this year. It's kind of offensive. They don't ever play anybody, to be fair. They don't leave the state of Ohio for their non-conference if they have a choice in the matter. And they often do. I mean, of their 12 games a year, they're going to play nine at home, usually. Uh, you know, come on. Come on, everybody. Yeah, they got Michigan at home. Yes, they do. They don't have to play Wisconsin. Nope. Or Nebraska. Nope. Or Iowa. Nope. It lines up good from the only tough game is at Michigan State, besides the Michigan game, obviously, which is always going to be a tough game. You
0: know what's going to happen, Ray? This, this, this quarterback, he's going to be like the next Tom Brady or something.
1: <laughs> I guess what you can assume that's going around in Columbus right now are people are rushing his free weed and tattoos. <laughs> now that he's getting pushed into action quicker, he's going to show up. He was totally clean on his arms. He's going to show up for the first week of camp with all sleeved. Sleeved tattoos like a chef. Wow. I think that's what's going to happen. So much hate, Ray. Where's you, the love? I love Michigan. Fair enough, guys. This is how you're going to contact the show. You can get a hold of us on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. Or you can tweet at the show at Ray Brent Podcast. Check us out uh, on our email, if that's the thing. You should send us it's an not. email at, raybrentpodcast at gmail.com or heck, facebook.com. That's our main site, facebook.com/slash Ray Brent Podcast. We have a lot of people that we would. Oh no, go on iTunes. I'm not done yet. I've screwed this up terribly. Hey, everybody. Uh, Go on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We we need the pump. We need the press. It would always be very helpful. Um, And then let us know you did it through Twitter. uh, Because I don't think we've checked that in about three months. Oh, well. You can also uh, check us out on on Stitcher Radio, which is the way a lot of you guys are getting us right now. Hey, we love you at Stitcher Radio, Stitcher.com. Get the Stitcher app for your phone or just, uh, just pop the tab open, listen to the last episode of Raisin Brent. You can do that while you're working, while you're doing other stuff, while you're pretending to work, while laughing uproariously at the Raisin Brent Podcast. Yep. We have a lot of people now that we'd like to thank, of course. We'd like to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wrecks. Got to thank the train wrecks. Got to thank David Knoll, our intrepid producer, who also will be drafting a fantasy team. This is, I'm excited about this. This I league's going to be fun. He's not gonna be, you're not going to be live with us either. I am going to be in Dallas. And he's going to be in- Hey, guys, if you're going to be in Dallas, come on and see me at the Dallas uh, Plex. I'll be there at the Monster Truck Rally signing autographs. Nice. I mean, you get booked sometimes. Things happen, dude. Yeah, there you go. I mean, in drag David racing. Knoll
0: and Do- David Knoll will be in... Uh, He'll be in Livonia, Michigan. Well, he'll probably be in Ohio, to be fair. Why would he be in
1: Ohio? You
0: guys always say you hate Ohio, and then you're hanging out in Ohio. When do we hang out in Ohio? So over there dotting eyes, <laughs> dotting them, and eating Buckeyes. How dare you.
1: Other people who want to thank. Got to thank Greg Lopez for the who's getting arrested now jingle. We used it again, Brent. Yeah, we did. And he has a kid, and he lives in England, and he's a beautiful yeah.
0: man. His kid's uh, about to graduate high school now, I think. Boom. Or maybe is one-year-old. Or yeah, one-year-old. Not even-year-old. not even Same thing. Not even year old.
1: Same thing. Oh, we also got to thank Jordan Monsell.
0: Jordan Monsell. Tell
1: me one thing I don't know about Jordan Monsell. He's awesome. Oh, I, you already knew, I knew that. I already knew that. Well,
0: I guess I don't have anything else.
1: Then you got to go to Jordan Monsell, or is it JordanMonziel.com? <laughs> <laughs> it's com? definitely not Jordan Monziel. Oh. It's JordanMonsell.com. You got to buy some art. He does some really good uh, stuff. If you like the Raisin Brent logo and you think to yourself, I'd like to steampunk something else mm-hmm. that's pop culture related, he's probably the guy you should go to. Well, anybody else you want to thank, Brent? I would like to thank Mr. Matthew Stafford. Why? Uh, well,
0: as you and I... Yes. ...have gone at great lengths arguing about this certain HBO show... Hard Knocks?
1: No. Uh, Game There's of a Thrones? a show that
0: you hated and I loved, and, and Matt Stafford came out this week and said that he, one of his favorite things is leftovers. So... There you go. Matt Stafford loves the HBO show, The Leftovers. Are you sure he's
1: talking about the show, The Leftovers? No, it's probably
0: just the food, but I'll take it.
1: Good night, everybody. You're going to have to drag me out in chat. you want it